of his nature, office of his spirit, the office of his life. Peter said, We well, are partakers of the divine nature. Also, we will not receive the spirit of bondage, we will receive the spirit of Christ. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And then, whoever receives him, receives his life. I have come, but if you have life, I have it abundantly. So, the Holy Spirit, specifically, when he comes into the life of a believer, must establish his office, the office of the Christ. That you, as a Christian, will begin to experientially, very important, live the nature of Christ and exercise that nature. Live the spirit of Christ. Exercise his spirit in your life. Live the very life of Christ called eternal life. At this level, it's no longer you who live. It is Christ that lives in you. The life you live now, you live by faith in the Son of God who loved you and deputed you to you and died for you. This is the fullness of the Holy Communion. Each time we receive the Holy Communion, we are renewing this office. That we partake of the divine nature. We become what we eat. We become the nature of Christ, we become the love of Christ, we become the spirit of Christ. You are, we are, as it were, you carry signs. So the church will be conscious of this. That the Holy Spirit that just said, wait until you are endowed the power from on high. That spirit will come. He's called a paraclete. He's called a comforter. He's called a teacher. When he comes, he has a business to establish your life. So you must yield yourself to this project. You must accomplish your life. In your preaching journey, before you traverse the time of a preaching journey, these things, you must furnish you with them. And then from there we continued to understand that for this to be fully you know, exercised in our lives, we must understand that the Holy Spirit is, a, is bringing about this through the washing of the water by the word. Of the water by the word. And his way in Ephesians chapter 5. Verse what? Verse 26. Down. 26. All that love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her, that he may present her to himself. So Jesus gave himself for the church that he may present the church to himself before the Father. So we are not represented. So the reason why he suffered, the reason why he was crucified, the reason why he died was to give himself for us. That we may be partakers of this reality. Then he cannot present us to the Father. And for that to be accomplished, he said, 
do they present us through the washing of the water by the word of God? By the word of God. So through the ministry of the world, the teaching ministry of the church, day by day, we are brought into the realms where we encounter the word of God, the supernatural dimension of the word of God, and this nature, spirit, and life of Christ must be built up in us. So Paul now says, I labor that Christ may be what? Better in you. Give me a piece already. But this must be better in your life. This is the greatest, you know, voyage that one can enjoy as a Christian. To understand for time what God is doing in your life. Very important. The reason why they are preaching the word of God to people, who are sharing the word of God in church, first reading, second reading, gospel, every mass, every Sunday, is that Christ will be better in you. That his nature will become your own nature. That his spirit will become his own, your own spirit. That your life becomes his spirit life. That's the reason. And this must be, this must be established through the washing of the water by the word of God. So at the end of it all, you are presented without what? Spots or wrinkle. Grass spots. Or wrinkle. And we identify spots as what? Sin. And wrinkle as what? Decadence. Pollution, corruption. Are we together here? I'm just trying to go back so I will know where I will be joining from all this while. So, as we are saying, in touch with what the Holy Spirit is doing. So, the degree to which you use yourself will determine what you be accomplishing by time. <laughs> so the degree to which you use yourself will determine which one you will accomplish. Some people, they are past this level, they are not on this level. He has brought them to the level where they are beginning to walk towards spotlessness. And from spotlessness, they are now beginning to step into the realms of where we don't have wrinkles. That's the realms of what? Living above corruption. We've talked about lack of mortality. That's the realm he's going to. So if you are fast enough to yield yourself every day, you won't be fast, 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 fast. And before you know, Christ is better than you already. He needs fullness. As he brings you, as you are journeying towards the, the realms of spotlessness and wrinkle, he activates the priestly and the what? Life. Are we following? Yes. The priestly and the kingly life. We need this life because that's the life we are going to be engaging the forces contending with the church. When you say the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church, that will tell you that it's going to be battle. Walls will come. There will be contention in the life. When there will be rage. If there was war in heaven, you would think there will be no war, right? They will fight back. 
fiber. You contend with your faith. You contend with this thing that Christ has devoted to you. You contend with the life of humility. You want to make sure it stops you. And that's why the first book Peter says, be sober. And what? Give them. Because your enemy, the devil, is what? He's prowling around like a roaring lion looking for who to devour. Now he stand up in faith. They say resist him and he will run away. He fails. How do you resist him? By prayer. No, no, no. You resist him with the nature that has come to accomplish your life. His nature is good and life. By virtue of our baptism, which already begins with believing and being baptized, we are brought into the realm of his nature, the spirit, and life. So your Christian life actually is built upon what? Manifesting the nature of Christ, the spirit of Christ, the love of Christ in your day-to-day life. Your life now, your existence on earth is powered by these three gifts of the spirit. Man does not live on very long, by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And the word of God, when it comes to your life, it crystallizes this. So that's what Peter said in that verse. Peter said, We are partakers of the Bible. So have escaped the corruption that is ongoing in the world right now. So it is the nature of Christ in us that guarantees our ability to live above corruption. The decadence of these cards, manipulations, and protections that are eating of the existence right now. We see it flying every day. Causing sicknesses, causing break marriage breakups, causing corruption among our youth and children. That quality of darkness bringing that corruption by the nature of Christ will live above it. You don't live above it by praying now, praying now. You live above it by walking in the nature of Christ, which you have received already, is in you. That life, that nature in you is content to manifest. You are not doubting it. Why upon it's time to come up? It's called the life of faith. The other one too, the life of corruption is fighting to subdue it. And that's why we have to identify the four instruments that the, the enemy uses to subdue this system in you. We took our what? remember? What are the four instruments the enemy uses to frustrate this system in, in us? Unbelief. Thank you. Unbelief. Fear. Ignorance and doubt. Ignorance and what? Doubt. It's an that the enemy uses to make sure that you don't come in perspective and alignment with this reality in you. Paul was able to break this chain when he says, No longer I could live. It is Christ that lives in me. When John said, Greater is he that is in me than he who is the world, he was identifying this deposit of God's nature in him. Very important. Very important. When Paul said, I can do all things through what? Through Christ. strengthens me. So he was acknowledging this in his, in his life. So your consciousness must be overwhelmed by the presence of this reality in your life, so that it's no longer the I in you that lives, but the Christ in you that lives. And that's the authentic Christian manifestation. If the devil can engage this system, infrastructure against you terribly, that this 
is not better than you, then you will not be able to experience the washing of the water by the word. Because you know that once you pass through the washing of the water by the word, which is called the baptism of the word of God, where you will come to that realization that your life is dependent on the knowledge of the word of God. You know, there are some Christians who live, they don't see the word of God as something they live by. They can afford to stay for days. Nothing doesn't matter. But those who have become more addicts, every day they peruse the scripture. It's not because of the information there, but because of the life and the spirit that hides under the world. That's what Paul said, there is a feeling, but the spirit gives life. So the more they go through it, there's something that happens to them. There's this encounter they have, and anything that is transmitted to them that keeps them moving. That's the cleansing of the world, the water by the world. They feed on that unseen energy. Because each time they go through it, it's like stepping to the ocean, but never stepping on the same water. It's always new. It's always new. It's always new. It's always new. You read the same passage, you have different encounters. The same passage, different encounters. A vista is being open to you all the time. You may think you know that passage very well already. You have reflected on it. But when you come with you with this understanding, something new opens up again and stirs you up. You see? That's what is called the cleansing of the water by the word of God. That's why we keep repeating the reading. It's after every three years. We keep repeating it. We have heard it, but we keep hearing it again. Not because we're not informed about what is there. We know the information, but the spiritual experience is not the same. That is what makes the difference. A big difference. As it's cleansing you, cleansing you, cleansing you. Remember, Jesus said, if I don't wash you, I have nothing in common with you. So it is this cleansing that makes you to have things in common with Jesus. James will talk about constant perusing on the law of liberty. He called the word of God the law of liberty. He said we see it as a mirror. The more we look into it, the more we are liberated, we are transformed into the image of what we see in the world. Amen. Amen. Very important. So the Holy Spirit wants you to have an experience. And you have to help me. And that's why the emphasis on you hold your Bible. Make it one of your prime devotion to peruse through it. Father, I've been reading it. I don't understand. Don't just go keep reading it. Just keep going through it as a devotion. Just know that the Lord has hidden himself in that word. Go there. Just keep stepping into the water. Just keep stepping into the water. One day the Holy Spirit will open that spring flowing in that word. This is how we began. He said, ask and shall receive. Seek. You shall find. Knock at the door. Sometimes you read and you don't understand anything. The thing is just black, you know, it's dry. But like David, like the deer that yearns for running stream, so my soul 
is yearning for you, oh Lord my God. Say, Lord, what have I done? Unveil yourself to me. Touch me by your word. That word which you say you have sent to me. Remember, you said, I've sent my word to heal them and to deliver them. You must encounter that word. Behind the word are, is the dimensions of God's spirit. We're not just seeking information, we are seeking the spirits that face our spirit to be able to accomplish our journey with God. When so said, man does not live on bread alone, but by every word. In, in this sense, when he was trying to say that man lives by spirits, the end that comes from the spirits. The spirits just carries the life of God into your soul. Your soul cannot function optimally without the presence of the life of God in it. It was created that way. So when your soul is bankrupt of the spirit of God, it will run and die. That's why your devotion to your Bible must be very don't ever build argument to say, ah, no, I need this one. No, 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 no. No. Because you'll be tying the hand of the Holy Spirit to make you pass to the second stage of your Christian you know, development. This is the first stage. This comes with baptism. Then this one comes through the word of God. Then you now enter the realms of what? Manifesting the priestly and the kingdom. <laughs> And then, when you now manifest the Christian the kingdom, which I will handle for about a little about a month now, it exposes you to the place of handling the mysteries of God and the power of God to face the warfare that is coming to us every day. As we are talking, and I'm talking with you right now, the devil is raising his own priests right now who are demonstrating the highest level of witchcraft operations and all forms of systems that are meant to shut humanity down. In perfection. Different cults have been, have been, have been you know, better in different parts of the world with strange ideas and they are making their ways into our society, into families, into children's life, youthful life, all of it will bring them to what? To bend and yield to deception. If the church does not grow into this realm, the church will not be, will, will not be responsible enough to mount the glory that Jesus bequeathed to her. In John chapter 17, Jesus said, My, the glory which you gave to me, I have given to them. And will sustain the intent of that glory. You are the church of that glory, for goodness sake. You are the person God is trusting. You are the one God is believing for that small space where you are living and existing right now. Big your spiritual space, big your physical space. That place you call your own. God is trusting you to manage with the kingly and the priestly life. In such a way that no system can come there and invade the privacy of your domain and violate the law of God there. Yes, sir? Now, yes. Mm -hmm. You know, you talk about the gift of one way. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. If you are not completely washed by the word, mm -hmm. comes from the highest you can. You can. But it's not when the abundance of this land that the kingdom and the priestly can be to manifest. It's like you are a child. When you are three between one and five years, eh? there are some features in your body that will mature, right? 
But as you grow, certain functions start manifesting. And as you grow, other ones start coming, uh, coming out also. But if you don't grow, they will be gone. They will be Just like this. The day you were born, you were a full blown human being with all your futures captured inside of you, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Nothing extra comes in from the day you were born. So when we're better than Christ, we're better than Jesus. We're better with his nature, spirit, and life. Only in the act of in our spirit, man. But we must grow. True growth becomes a necessity. This one makes us, makes us Christians. And then what brings us from this realm to this realm is discipleship. Discipleship and mentorship. And that's why Jesus told the disciples, he said, wait until I endow this for the path of high. I will send the spirit of truth. When it comes, he will lead you to all the truth. Leading us to all the truth is discipleship, is mentorship. Unfortunately, people of God, the bitter truth. Many Christians are here. They are not even aware of this reality. Talk more of washing of the water, then coming to this realm and coming into responsibility with their Christian grace. The growth process is the what? That's not what Peter said. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Bible.
So the debased field is this, is this, this is security. So what it means is that you can increase in the security God between you through the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Then what is grace? Eh? Eh? How do you answer in the baptism? Omitted to the Lord. And then the sacrament is not from the king, man. The sacrament is what sacrament? Sacrament is what? Our sign of grace. Grace is that dimension of God, God's grace that comes to you to furnish you with the rest of God. That will put the unmerited favor of God. This God's goodness and kindness at work in the human vessel. That's grace. When God said, I can do all things through Christ as everything. I am what I am by the grace of God. So grace is not, some, it's not just like some figment of the mind. It's a spiritual reality. When you this your soul, you know you have, you have grace. Then they came and saw me and said, you are full of grace. The Lord is with you. Grace is the, is the, 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 the substance that sustains God's presence in your life spiritually. If you have grace, God's presence will be developing in you. So in that sense, what I'm trying to point out here is that he said, may peace and grace be multiplied. That means we have different measures of peace and grace in one life. And what will determine the quality and the like the quantity of the grace and peace you, you enjoy your life is dependent on how much you have come to understand the mystical mysteries of Christ, his passion and resurrection. So you grow in this, in this to the knowledge of God. So part of what we are doing here is that we are every day trying to what? Assess the different mysteries of the kingdom of God in the world of God. But so we are increasing grace, we are increasing capacity, we are increasing wisdom. We are coming to align ourselves with what God has given us. So we are provoking some other spiritual growth inside. Because the more you know, the more you are committed to it, the more you are committed to it, you will discover. You commit to say, you move, you move, you move. You are moving from one level to another level. You have to say from glory to glory to glory to glory. Some Bible say from strength to strength. And the Bible says, those who do know their God shall be what? Strong and do great things. Yes. So, where one is born, you have you have the if you are born in God, not just born naturally. I mean, yeah. when you are born again, which is our baptism, baptism is what infuses you with the nature of Christ, the spirit of Christ, and that of Christ. Whoever believes and is baptized shall be saved. As many who receives him, he empowers them to become God's children. So as you are right now seated. The nature of Christ is already subsuming your nature. The spirit of Christ is already subsuming your spirit. The life of Christ is already subsuming your own life. As a matter of fact, your own life has lost its own identity. It's now the identity of Christ that's carried. That's why whatever assesses you now, it's not assessing you, it's assessing the spirit of Christ in you. 
What happens at the altar by the prayer of consecration is actually what happens to you when we baptize. There was a transubstantiation. The substance of your identity as an individual, you know, was subsumed in the substance of Christ. That's why you're a Christian. Am I a Christian? Yes. A baptism. Are we together here? Are you getting blessed? Yes. Is that becoming real to you now? Good. I only went back home when we beat you for years. You have been rewriting it. You've been copying it. You don't go back to read the day to pray that for you. Yeah? Yes, mommy. Good, because he's the one taking on this journey. Just avail yourself to the Holy Spirit, and He will take absolute control to 
will lead you through this. The more, yes, the more you refuse out of because as he's telling you, some things will tell you they will keep quiet. So the fact is, the police will prefer you to understand your responsibility to what's going to fill yourself up with. And you do it even in the midst of distraction and darkness, you see strong and say, No, I must do this. It's not happening that way. They always been the one to tell you all this. You should know it, and whether it is good or yes, when you do that, when you struggle, the blessings are higher than when he is the one that sponsors you or stays you. The day he didn't stay you, he just relax. Ah, but I don't feel like praying. The problem is, you say, ah, I feel like praying now because you feel something. You have to begin to pray. I say, man, today, God let me. I prayed well today. I I I I encounter God well today. He stayed God. Or you push for <laughs> You see the point? So he will begin to use that to shape your values. He use the word to shape your understanding about certain things. And that's how you begin to grow in conviction. Just the way, as you are growing as a young man or as a young girl, nobody told you you are a girl. Nobody told you you are a boy. You just know it as you are growing. You don't begin to um, identify yourself. Oh, my teachers are speaking to me as a person. And as you are now, nobody can convince you if you are a man or a woman. You know that 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 you are a man. No silence can come and convince you and say, hi, guys, no, you are a man or a woman. Because you know your identity already. That's what happens to you. The Holy Spirit will so convince you that it's no longer you who live. It is Christ that lives in you. This is the beginning of what they call spiritual audacity and boldness. When you hear that the disciples you know, acted out of boldness, they were only operating from this dimension. They now know that it's no longer them. But as long as you are still tied to self consciousness, you are frustrating this. And self consciousness is sponsored by this false system. Fear. I can't do doubt. Yes, I'm a Christian, but, 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 if you're arguing against yourself. Oh, you know, you are so ignorant, you don't even know the quality of what happened to you. You see the point? My people perish for lack of the knowledge of who they are and what I've made them to be. Doubt, you start doubting yourself. Even doubting what grace has accomplished your life. But look at me. Many said, I so glorify the Lord. My spirit just to God, my Savior. He has looked down on the Lord Jesus and said, Thanks for all the revelation of the place. Why? For the Almighty has what? When are you going to acknowledge the <coughs> mighty thing God has done to you? That is why if I'm mentoring people who, are, who want to be serious to themselves, I give him an assignment of the first one year of mentorship. Don't ask God for anything. Don't pray about anything. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. Be thanking God for his nature. Be thanking God for the spirit he has invested in you. Be thanking God for his life. Just keep thanking him. Don't pray, oh God, you see, you see. Leave all those things. Because as a matter of fact, these three things are sufficient to sponsor your life. Bring grace into your life. 
before you call grace. This is the grace you are saying. That's why God This is grace here. Yeah. This, this investment of God is the grace personified. Sure, sure, sure. Are we together here? Yes. Are you blessed? Yes, Father. You're not excited. It's not making sense to you, right? Yes. If it's making sense to you, ha! You can't be normal again. True. You can't be normal again. There is this audacity you people exhibit. Father, first of all, the doubt just comes in, and even though we know it, you, you, you. There's like, this problem. Yes, there's this like, are you not being silly? <laughs> but I realize that when I. Face, sometimes when I face situations and people are telling me no, this is possible, sometimes I, I follow their word. But mm -hmm. every time I stand, I say no. Things turn around in a way that I cannot, I was like, no, I have to be just like that means I don't, nothing can contest. And you just see the door open. Now, so say the spirit is willing and the flesh is willing. Yes, there's always that what is. There's so what if is coming. From other people. <laughs> For me, no, first of all, is it with yourself? Is the, the, what if is even more with you yes. than the outside? Now, let me tell you. That is what brings in the discipline of fasting. If you want to have perfect alignment, <laughs> if you want your system to align with this so it can flow in, that's where fasting comes in. Fasting aligns you with the spirit. Your system will agree with the language of the spirit. But as long as there's no fasting, the body will grow robust and become disordered. So that's where fasting. You see, anybody who is walking in this dimension, fasting is part and part of their life. They don't wait for them to. From time to time, they they you know they tend their system with fasting. Some have it weekly. Until their body and their spirit agree very well. They now that each time they believe God, there's no if, no if, no if, if, if. Okay, they start relaxing gradually because they have been able to tend the body to listen to the language and the conversation with the spirit. They are now being led by the spirit, not by their flesh. Just sit down like this, you'll be dead. Paul was going to somewhere. All of a sudden, he's going to be dead. 
thinking trooper. And immediately he got it. He just left where he was going. The Bible says he's not given for us to order our steps. He orders our steps. At that point, it's like Christ has crystallized himself in you. Your head has become his head, his, your leg has become his leg, your eyes have become his eyes. He ministers through you. That's the fullness. He is waiting for us there every day. He said, I wish this fire. He calls this, this reality fire. I brought fire on earth and I wish it's already burning. But the noise in the world is so much. We still listen to the culture of the world. We listen to the patterns of the world. And it's only when we walk from this realm and begin to manifest into this realm that our faith, saving faith, comes alive. And that's the faith we need to deal with the forces contending with the church. People of God have always told you separately. A time will come, the organized church will not be there again. No. As a matter of fact, that's going to be the next level we'll be entering. When they go into that unveil to us, the church of tribulation. Because we are gradually preparing ourselves to enter into the global tribulation of the church. If you are sensitive now, you will see everything happening. When they are blessing the whole fetus, they will ban you. A time will come, gathering and this will not be allowed anymore. You know this sometimes. It could be the next 50 years or 20 years or thereabout. That's why God wants all of us to mature into priesthood. So anywhere you are, you are a church fully matured, manifesting the fullness of God. Yes. It's coming. It's coming. With the whole system of interfere in your country, they are passing a bill where they want to start training your priests and say and your and your and your, and your pastors. They want to determine who become pastors, who become priests, the curriculum they will study. You think it's a joke? Very soon as that it kind of pass, before you know it, they will determine what they study. And they will compare that, that if you don't teach LBGT ideology, you'll be sad. Yes. Then you will see people who believe in LBT ideology come to and tell you. And they will come with their own Bible. Are you aware that this is right now? They are preaching the Bible for the LBT community. They say this our own Bible is obsolete. There's AI Bible now, people of God. AI. <laughs> Bible, yes. Artificial intelligence. The Bible that is written by the in computer. Where it will fizzle out all these anomalies and put the right thing. So I couldn't even read it, it will make sense to you. Very soon, this your original Bible will be fizzle away. It's part of what is happening. So if you know, I always give it, you know, I always give you up to date. God is raising a huge army in China. As I was busy raising a house and refusing to walk back. God is raising an army in China. On that ground, they are hitting. People are memorizing the Bible. They are memorizing. You see a Chinese Christian, he has the pentateuch on his head. He's memorizing line after line. Yes. 
So God is raising them, and when that time comes, you will see. You know, it happened before. Before the devil went and they persecuted them. The, the, the group of uh, the Chinese, uh, you know, uh, Christians, those that they persecuted, people like uh, Watchman Me and the rest of them, and who uh, else again, uh, for millions of companions who were all slaughtered and all that. Yes. They are memorized the Bible because the time will come when you go to the script of how you have access to the word of God. So that's why if you don't know the word of God right now in your system, then you bankrupt. Even the ones you have on your phone, they are really, if you take it and remove some verses and put it in that are not in Congress in the world, in your own Apple, they have the, the, the Bible apps you have on your phones. It's a gradual process. They are heading somewhere. I was reading after one day, I don't know whether it's NIV or something, I don't I can't remember again, where Romans chapter 8 have been deflated. Romans chapter 8, verse 1, where it says, Now, therefore, there is no longer condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Now we are removed. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death that we moved. So the only thing you see there is, Now, therefore, there is no longer condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's all. Now the second part that that explains the whole thing that says because the law of the spirit of life, this spirit and the law of the spirit of life in Christ has set us free from the law of sin and death. That is why there is no condemnation because we're being led by this spirit now. This spirit comes to us and engages the new law, gives us the law. Just say when the spirit comes, the law shall be written in your heart. So every day the spirit determines the step you take. And as men who are led by this spirit, these are the sons and the daughters of God. And the bigger thing about this is that this spirit is called the spirit of liberty. And the Bible says that where the spirit of God is, there's what? There's liberty. So you can't be put in bondage again. Paul said we need to see the spirit of bondage. But the spirit of what? The spirit of sonship, of love, of sound mind. And power. So as long as Holy Spirit, no devil can put you in bondage. This is the typical Christian experience of not being understanding. As long as you have the spirit of life, no curse can rest upon you. No charm can affect you. All the witches in the whole world can gather for you. They cannot do you anything. It was this thing that Isaiah saw many years. He said, No weapon fashion against them shall prosper. Anything that rises against them, by virtue of that spirit, if they condemn them, it will catch them. This is our heritage as God's people. Those who believe in me, in my name, they shall cast that demon. How? Through the spirit. They were condemning Jesus that they say, and they giving him name that he expels demon by the power of the prince of them. But he said, if I expel them by the finger of God, Know it that the kingdom of God has come upon you. What is the finger of God? The Holy Spirit that lives in you. So we cast out demons not by in the name of Jesus. No, we engage this spirit that you have acknowledged that is resident in you. You engage that spirit in the name of Jesus. And the spirit in you will poison the last spirit. And because in the kingdom, the spirit, other spirits are subsidiary. They will live. So 
So what we're going to talk about this is that when I begin to mentor anybody who is serious, I will tell you, are you ready to shut down every other prayer? Stop praying for your job, stop praying for your house, stop praying for spiritual anything. Live in constant thanksgiving to God. Can you sustain the integrity of that discipline to thank God for the nature he has put in you, the spirit that brought your life, and his life? And you know what? You cannot traverse three months. Every other thing you're asking God for, is actually not Paul said we carry this treasure in every vessel, that the excellence may not be of us, but of him. It's a treasure. This is what makes you heavy. Your destiny state is heavy by virtue of this deposit of the nature of God, the life of God, and the spirit of God in your spirit, man. Are we blessed? Yes, Father. Has the Almighty done great things in you? Yes, yes. Show it to the environment. Celebrate it. And I tried to elucidate this week saying that if you meet a pregnant woman who is several and half months old in her pregnancy, if you like, meet her, slap her 20 times, will she fight back? Oh, she do. May God bless you. She has a priority here. Yes. Kind of God, give that to her. The devil will cause distraction. Don't go and cause a portion of what we are deposited by chasing nonsense. That's why we walk away. That's why we don't get offended. That's why we don't get ourselves to get hurt. When they hurt you, they don't bless you. You are preserving a treasure. You are carrying the spirit. You are carrying his life. You are carrying his nature. And just like a, a man who sees his wife pregnant and you judge his wife, even when he's weak, he will become strong. He will fight this last strength to defend his wife when he's pregnant. And that's how you promote the justice of God over your life. When you live constantly with this consciousness. I have the life of God in me. I have the nature of God in me. I have the spirit of God in me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say it to yourself as you go to work. Constantly. And that's what let us repeat about this. You are a moving tabernacle. You are a moving monster. When you receive the Holy Communion, you are carrying these three things. You are not the living monster. You are displaying. You are not the effulgence of his glory. You are displaying energy. You don't know what you are eating. Don't you understand? It's not a religious cliche. It's a substance of reality. It's a substance of divinity. The communion is not chingong. When you eat it, you have eaten, you have received everything. By that food, God has given you all things that pertain to this life and the life of God in it. Digest it by meditation. Digest by acknowledging God. Digest by adoring Jesus in your heart. The one in your heart is more important than the one in the tabernacle. Be conscious of what you carry. Let it determine your attire. Let it determine your decorum. Let it determine the way you talk and respond to life. Exhibit this level of serenity and decorum that when people see you, what is it? You tell them, I'm carrying something to them. Have you met the Tawalaos? They have a little move. 
They want to show you that they are, they are not normal. <laughs> and you are the biggest in mind. When they are talking to you, they will be talking as if they are talking from the spirit. That is who you are. The way you dress yourself, the way you see yourself, is the way spirits will see you. It's the way circumstances will see you. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Say, all generations are coming blessed. All generations are coming Church, but the church is busy with other things. They will drag, drag, they will teach some money, forget it. Get God in your heart. I will not be part of those who will frustrate what they still want to do in my life. Very important, very important. The church is too distracted today. The church is too involved in things that holds no water. I tell you, too much activity is going on when the realities are not I don't need to pray about it. 
Because his nature gives you an a, a, what they call it, the, 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 the legality of existence. Have you forgotten? Hmm? Yeah. We we'll have legality of existence. Of existence. Then we we'll have legality of what? Functionality. To be effective and fruitful in your life. And then we we'll have legality of accountability. So your life on earth is only tagged that you are not going down. Because you have truly died in Christ. So death cannot threaten you again. That's why David Paul says, death, where is your power? Should I die? Should I live? Okay, to live is die. To, to die is gain. To stay is Christ. So at the end, he said, let me say, let me, let me say for a second. Death was no longer a determinant factor. Because by virtue of his nature, God has spared death in your life. You have crossed the bloodline. By virtue of the challenge that the priest raised up and said, This is my blood. A bloodline has been drawn. You have crossed it. Death cannot follow you. That's why the Bible says, We have conquered them by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony. What is our words of testimony? I'm a cabin. I'm a That's a testimony. You're not saying it because it wants to happen. You are saying it because it has happened. You are a full-blown testimony of the future of Christ. That's why he said, let your light, this is, let it shine and let me see it. And go for your father in heaven. When they attack you and they get you, they say, come on. What happened? They push you around, you, you, don't, you don't fall. They say, come on. It's baffling them because they are all saying you bring it down. They claim that their own system is bigger. Now their system cannot bring it down. They will come and be asking, which, where did they go? In seeking that way, they will find out. Wow. Our auntie here posted something on the platform for on Zoom. On Zoom platform. I don't know why it is a men or women platform. Where a priest of the devil raised from when he was a child and became an adult, caused havoc. Then started confessing, became a Christian. Then confessing, had all prayed, had a short Christian that killed him. Anyhow. And what led the man to be out of that was that he was sent to this particular Christian to kill this Christian. And unfortunately, that Christian is a, a young girl who demonstrates these dynamics. Christ in her life. She could not attack. She followed her to the church. In the church, she brought anything. So he had to go back to the devil who had and say, Why can't I kill this person? He said, This one is God. Say, Don't touch him. He said, Who is that God? That was the journey of his repentance. He said, If it is a God, he says, that has power that they go on this one, then I should go there. That's how he began to think of running the Christian. And now he's a pastor going around everywhere teaching Christians the Christian warfare. The spiritual warfare. What happens in the realm of the spirit? Kind of God, don't wait until you see a bullet before you start growing. Grace is available. God's mercy will protect us, but it cannot always be there. That's why we need to be raised. 
before we need to raise. Treasure this, this reality you carry. You are pregnant with a treasure. Don't allow them to steal it from you. Don't allow the invention of things from outside to distract you and make you react in such a way that you speak this grace. When offense is come, overlook it. When hearts come, release your mind immediately because you are defiling your spirit with allow hearts to eat up into your spirit man. You refuse to forgive. You are getting angry. You begin to think of revenge. You are, the, you, are, you are now making the state of God in your system to be what? Uncomfortable. You are now opening the door for now this to come into his land and you leave. That's it. You're not to say too much of offending the of God has in you. Now, when you give him the room and he stays with you and begins to you know, help you build up, he starts building you up to begin to what? Expand your appetite for the world. I remember many years ago when I started, small, small, I joke, I joke. I had my own issues. I really want to understand. And before I stopped, that is a just leave it. Just leave it. And I was obeying that voice. I kept. I didn't know that after so many, so, so many years, this is our bread. We start coming back in a different picture. He is the one that cooks the food. He knows where to garnish things and bring them out. Because this book is a coded book. You cannot have access to the spirit until the spirit gives you the key. It's called the key of knowledge. The Holy Ghost is the one who gives it to you. And that knowledge is going to keep you up. The more you know about the things of God, the more you are cleansed by that word. You are cleansed after cleansing you, then it will form you to become what you are heard. Then as that nature grows out of you, you will see your appetite for sin dying fast fast. That's a sign that you are growing in the word of God. Your appetite for sin, your appetite for offenses, your appetite will start going down. You just say, mm -hmm. your appetite for sin will go down. Anytime you commit sin, the kind of restlessness you will have, eh, you will be so restless. So why do I do this with the Why do I do this? Hey, hey, you if they bring food. You eat more. Is this more you have inside? It's a sign you are growing. The sensitivity of the spirit will be there. Then your appetite for righteousness, for prayer, come. You want to love. You want to forgive. You want to be good. You want the you want the kingdom of God to be better around you. No, you see yourself having more energy. Your devotion to church will change. It comes an overwhelming attachment to the things of the church. You want to come to mass, even if it's raining, you're entering the rain. They stop that now, I'm going. Because there's something pulling you. Like the dead are here for many things. Your soul is wanting for God. It's a sign that I become healthy spiritually. But you stay. Three days, four days. No prayer, no Bible study, nothing just like that. Hey. You need to be taken to emergency care unit. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Your appetite for sin will be going down. Then that one is you know, wearing up. All of a sudden, you begin to notice some kind of 
boldness boiling inside you. You begin to be bold. The thing that scares you doesn't scare you. Confidence starts doing inside of you. It's a sign that I begin to take authority. You see things that will swallow that say, no, it can't happen to me. It's not ordinary and being trust. It comes from your spirit. When David faced Goliath, these things have been dead. He will see light and say, wait, you can't take a lamp again. You will fight it. Boldness. And the Bible says the righteous are as bold as what? As light. Boldness will come. The thing that scares people. They say, ah, why are the issues that there's something happening here? No. They say, this is a better ground. He passed there in the night, you see demons. You go there. You'll be looking for the demons. So you sure. That's what the second phase now working in you. Boldness to start growing. Boldness to start growing. It's like a young boy who is now growing into adulthood. You will see that, you know, he's, he will be chest out. Even as a mother, I said, John, do this. He said, Mommy, oh, okay. You don't say no, but when you say no, okay, you know that uh, something is fishing now. You don't get that small boy again. <laughs> you see, he's a son of what? He's assuming a new office of boldness. You know, he's asserting himself. Spiritually, you just asserting yourself that way. That's a sign that I'm moving in. And as you are getting more mature in that realm, then the glory of priesthood and what? Kingly will start coming. Responsibility. Just like a man who is married, he can't be sleeping every day. He has to stay all night, cracking his brain on how to work at things. Yeah, how? He has a business deal, he will stay all night. That's where appetite for prayer, engaging the loss of the spirit, will start coming. You are waiting and watching for my master to speak to you. At that level, you have a boss who rules your life. Who tells you tomorrow we will have this mission, we we'll have this, we we'll have that. Borders will be laid on you. Come say, pray about this, pray about this, pray about this. You don't pray again because uh, you want to pray for intentions. You are praying because borders are here. You just pray by the spirit. There's something that needs to be done. Jesus was not praying because he needed something. He was praying for nations. He was praying for individuals. Look at what he said, Peter. Peter, Peter, he said, the devil has planned to sweep you like a chaff from his wing. When he said, when he was waiting, that's when he perceived in the spirit that the devil has planned to make Peter, who is going to be the head, to be useless, to turn to vegetable. But he said, I have prayed for you. That means he sustained his integrity in the spirit. He not going to fall. The essence of his fall will not be materialized. And that says, when you, when you rise, strengthen your brothers. How do you see it? By exercising the act of waiting. The seeds of life will not come to you except when you begin to wait. You can now be a watchman. Not for those who sleep in your house. Yes. No matter how tired the person is and he's doing some things in your life, so this is the first time I was shocked. Or I was taught a hard lesson in my life. One day, I went to my village. And my car had issues. And we looked for a car. I was down there. Everywhere we went. I had to go to the last bit. You know what I mean? I need to come back here to talk. I look up back to around four. That eventually we go to the car and we pay it. I said, I'm going back to the car. So before I used to look at it, I came back here around the best of all. So between the Kuja and here, around 10 30 to 11. I saw police men all over the world. Hefty men 
on the highway, that the name of the bush somewhere, in the name of Jesus, it will the next day, they will still go out back at the little school. When did they lie to steal? Can you imagine that? That is what follows from you. Can you see how they sacrifice men are making for their life? If they can do that for just to eat bread, how much more to crystallize for destiny in heaven? So we must understand that. So the maturity comes to a point where you're not ruled by African anymore. You are ruled by values. And as we begin to get in touch with values, then you begin to rule circumstances. God will tell you today, take over. Do this, do this, do this. Jeremiah, I'm sending you to a rebel station. When you go to tell them this, you understand the thinking. God cannot say, pray about this issue and conclude it. You will conclude it. What to say because what happened? You have that grace. But you must be washed. Yeah? You must pass the washing of the water by the word of God. If you don't pass through all this, you cannot be able to understand the seasons we are stepping in. We are stepping to the seasons of the great fall. If you like, the great fall in the way. This era is knocking at the door in Australia right now. What well, stepping there and now many Christians will fall away. They will lose Because underground work has been done where a lot of Christians don't understand this. So when the shaking comes, they just say this Christian life is normal. I don't see pastors are becoming uh, Muslims, huh? Please, what you The ones not that are living in the Catholic Church, but they, they live and become Muslims. So become atheists. How on earth does that come to pass? So the only people that can withstand this culture and this due to right now, where morality, ethics will be completely stripped strip of the society, are men and women who are Christians who have grown into the faith. At that level, you may not have churches again. You will become the priest. You will run the economy, the entire economy of the family. That's what was our parents and our kids right now because then they will become parents that time. We must arm, arm them with this because then they will be the ones to educate their children. And if they are able to, you know, be, be well armed to the point where they are led by the Spirit, even though they know Bible, they can understand the importance of the Master. And they are shaped up. I know my sheep. And my sheep don't. And they hear my voice. If I don't be tuned with the Spirit, how can you hear the voice of the Master? There is something that will speak to me right now. I will know that it's not the voice of the Master. Because I have consistently studied the way he speaks. He has a pattern. Amen? Amen. Even if they close your eyes and you hear the voice of your mother, won't you know? You know. You know how she speaks. You know her manners. You know the things she can say. That they tell your mother, you say, my mother cannot say, I know my mother. You see, there is something more than hearing the voice. It's the relationship. So when he speaks, because you have a, a relationship with him, when he speaks, you can say, this is not the voice of my master. He can't say this. He's not consistent with his system. 
with his nature, with his spirit, and with his life. Thank you, precious. Thank you. Thank you. Well, bless the name of Amen. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and the righteous demand of it. This is the righteous demand for the kingdom of God in your life to make it. And he said, every other thing shall be added. Hmm? This should come first in your life. Then every other thing will be added. When you don't have this and they're adding this to your life, it will lead to idolatry. Is it a curse in my life? Is it a curse in my life? For when they will explain the fullness of divinity dimension, and every other thing comes, they will all be at the service of glorifying God. What a better life for all of For this mission we are accomplishing in us, we open ourselves to you. This is a moment that your spirit that you need to commit yourself to the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the investment of the office of the Christ. For his nature in me, for his life in me, for his spirit that is in me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I know you are putting the appetite for me to know God more and more in my heart. You stir my desire. You want me to be partaker of the ministry of Christ. You bless me with vocation. You bless me with the Christian life. You bless me with the knowledge of God. Every time I want to serve God. You're not standing the Holy Spirit. I know that on my own I can do nothing. And I know now that you want to take me somewhere. Oh, Holy Spirit. Oh, come, Holy Spirit, and fill the heart of the people. Enkindle in us the fire of the Lord. Enkindle in me the fire of the Lord. Send forth thy spirit that we shall be created, and we shall renew the face of the earth. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. There are many times we refuse to yield to this operation of yours. We are very sorry. We are coming to surrender ourselves. We are coming to yield to you, oh Holy Spirit. The Bible says on the day of Pentecost, you came. But the God record anywhere in the Bible where they say they are born back. That means you are still the first. You are the beast of the church. But the power of the church, Holy Spirit of God, call out of it again in us. Lead us. Lead us. Form us. Break the walls and the barriers we have created against you. The place which is higher to have. Strange knowledge and strange awareness. What have we seen that obscures your work? Have mercy, Holy Spirit. Have mercy, Holy Spirit. You are a spirit of wisdom. You are a spirit of knowledge. You are a spirit of understanding. You are a spirit of counsel. You are the one who furnishes us with the ability. Come again, Holy Ghost. On our own, we can do nothing. Pour out your spirit upon us. Let every heart be blessed this morning, Holy Ghost. Let every heart be touched beyond measure. Holy Spirit, let our consciousness be reinforced with the knowledge of God. Holy Spirit, break our habits, break the embargoes the enemy has laid in our lives to stop us from this journey of the fullness of Christ in us. 
we must be washed from this sin. Wash us by the word. Bring the words of hell back into our hearts again. Stir up our appetite for sin. Let the fear of God be rekindled again in our hearts. Holy Spirit of God. We cannot do without you. We cannot do without you. Set us on fire. Set us on fire. Bring us to that point in our lives. Oh, to live our lives past us without renewing. Keep away, draw from us the sin of sin in our heart, the sin of rebellion, the sin of compromise. Take away, O oh Holy Spirit, all forms of decadence, bondages, curses, frustrations, all forms of spells, sicknesses, infirmities that limit our capacity, all forms of weaknesses. The Bible says that any tree that's not planted by God shall be cut down. Holy Spirit, take away any things from the tree. Call down the trees that are planted by the evil one. Trees of thoughts, trees of understanding, Trees of manipulation, trees of bias, that obscures the fullness of the truth which is communicated to us. You are permitted to come the way we are, O Holy Spirit. But we are not permitted to go back. Do something new in our lives. Bless every man here. Bless every woman here. Every boy and every girl. Let the grace be refreshed. Be the beginning of a new beast in the life of sons and daughters. May we be implicated by what we are fighting. May we be the beginning of a new dawn, a revolution in our spirit, a revolution in our spirit. May we not recover from the impartation of the great knowledge. May we step into new realms, new realms of the mysteries of God. Where we can walk in the new dreams of glory. No more limitations, O Holy Spirit. No more frustrations. No more decadence. No more sickness. No more failure. In the name of Jesus Christ. O Holy Spirit. As you are leading us to that point where we can walk in the priestly and the kingly place, O Holy Spirit, equip us with what it takes. We will receive the fullness of the worship of the Holy The fullness of the worship of the Word of God. Cleansing our minds and our hearts. Equipping us with what it takes for us to manifest our priestly Christian responsibility. Our kingly Christian responsibility. I pray for your sons and daughters. Let us start. They will have you upon their homes, upon their families, upon their children. We decree and we declare the harassment that comes from the black power and the force of evil. We see some today. No more harassment of witchcraft. No more harassment of enemy forces. We must fashion against them, we decree and declare. Cannot prosper in their lives. Be it spiritually, be it physically. Bless their finances. We command increase. We command open doors. We command excellence. 
He that carry us on the path in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Bless them financially. Amen. For how it takes for us to raise your children. And when their families in your own image and likeness. Precious Father. Those who are sick in our midst. As we who have connected to us. And have become the front of the enemies of hell. We declare, we declare. That healing shall come by force. Amen. We have peace with your children. Amen. Peace in our hearts. Amen. Bless in their homes. Bless in our careers. Amen. Bless our parents. Amen. Bless our brothers and sisters. Amen. As many who are connected to us by faith, by blood, and will be blessed. Amen. Because your word says that the posterity of the righteous shall be delivered. Wherever they will be, whatever be the identity of them that gave their life, we declare and we declare. May it not come to pass in the mighty world of Jesus Christ. Amen. On account of our journey with you, we get prosper. Amen. Live in peace. Amen. Precious Father, we give you all the glory. Thank you for the gift of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the gift of his life. Thank you for the gift of his name. Thank you, Thank you for the gift of his spirit. May the church come to grow. Amen. We intercede for nations. We intercede for the church. The church of elected for yourself. We pray. And the grace of the gospel will be done more and more. Amen. And men and women will believe and serve Jesus. We pray for country by grace. May your hand be upon the leadership. Amen. Every affair will be inspired by you, Amen. navigated by your spirit. Amen. And may this country be led into prosperity, Amen. into peace, Amen. into progress. Amen. May your hand be there to console the poor. Amen. As many suffer abandoned, who suffer because. We don't have to go without. Be that great provider. Amen. Precious Father, thank you for your investment in our lives. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for that. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.